This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. No, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but you're listening to Being Awesome, the podcast about living transformers and having fun. And one thing you're also not aware of, I'm Rob, the host. Another thing you're probably not aware of, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm recording this episode one week in advance because BotCon is going on right now as of this episode going live. So either you're listening to it on the trip uh, back home from the show, or you're listening to it later that week, or... Or the ones that didn't go and just listening to it like normal. Either way, I'm recording this one in advance just because of how you have to kind of schedule these things sometimes. Considering the rest of the TF Radio clan will be at BotCon while I'll be at home looking at my computer screen. I won't be crying. Maybe a little, but you won't know. And drinking a cheer wine going, I wish I would drink <laughs> But anyway, you know, this week in awesome, I'm... And I'm not even going to talk about anything that resembles news or whatever, because it may be old news. And right now with BotCon going on, there'll be tons of news coming from the convention, coming from people actually there, like the TF Radio crew. So, yeah. So what I'm going to do this week, before questions and awesome, questions and answer, the Q&A question and awesome portion of the show, I'm going to do a sequel to last week's show. You know, last week I talked about my first BotCon. And I guess you guys expect me to talk about my second BotCon or my last one or Shardicon or something. No. I'm going to talk about what happened a week after I got home from last BotCon. Because it's a pretty fun story as well. Uh, and for those of you who were, uh, don't know, you know, what was going on at the time. You know, you guys weren't involved in the fandom or fan base or whatever. And, you know, for those of you who are and may need your memories jogged, it was 2001, summer 2001. Um, Beast Machines was ending. The show had done, competed, completed, <laughs> competed, completed its run, and was showing reruns. Um, the toys are still on the shelves, you know, just working their way out. And, you know, that was that. In Japan, when Beast Machines started, they started up Car Robots. Basically, after the Beast shows were over, you know, they did Beast Wars Second and Neo, and split Beast Wars up into two different shows: Beast Wars Proper and Beast Wars Metals. You know, instead of doing Beast Machines, they did Car Robots, which was, you know, a return to Autobots and Decepticons was still the uh, Beast uh, Predacons as well, for good measure. Because it's, it's almost like a Beast series, because the toys were designed, well, most of the toys are repaints, but the new toys were still designed by the guys who'd been designing Beast Wars toys. And they were very Beast Wars Neo-esque toys, despite turning into cars and such. A really fun toy line. Now, here's here. let me paint a picture for you guys. Hasbro was going to follow Beast Machines with Transtech, which was going to be the follow-up to Beast Machines, where the Autobots and Decepticons would come back and team up with the Maximals and Predacons, and you'd have sort of a hybrid of forces, you know, like Cheetor would turn into a car. In fact, if you guys know the animated Cheetor, that was a BotCon exclusive, you know, it was based on a, that animated blur mold. Well, that animated blur mold was inspired by those initial drawings with the wheels uh, in the thigh, um, I guess calves and whatever. It was a very, it was pretty much that silhouette. You know, Cheetor turned into a kitty car. 
that was really crazy looking and you know all sorts of things it was it was really neat shockwave was going to be in it and he was going to turn into like a, a car but it looked like the ray gun he turned into upside down you know there's star scream and prime optimus prime was there and he had a slightly simian design while still being really robot-y. You know, just kind of neat stuff. And of course, you know, later, Trans Tech would show up its way as a uh, as a TFCC club storyline. And a lot of those designs would either pop up there, or a lot of them got kind of spiffed up a little and used in Armada and Energon and such. Like, they kind of took some of those designs as a base for working off of. Like, not exact, but you can look at them and see, like, you know, where Demolisher and a couple other designs came from, like the initial starting point of the idea. Anyway, so Hasbro had decided in that in that planning stage, Beast Machines wasn't performing as well as they wanted it to for, you know, any reason they gave it or whatever the reason was, and decided to start over and go ahead, let's the Beast stuff is ran its course, and they were going to do a new line. So while they were planning, and instead of uh, keeping... Instead of keeping uh, toys off the shelf for a year or having just Beast Machines run for another year of repaints or whatever, they decided to run car robots in America as Transformers Robots in the Skies while they planned the toy line that ended up being Armada. So that summer in 2001, all those cool car robot toys were in American stores and car robots was on Fox Kids as Transformers Robots in the Skies with an American dub job. And you know what? It was really popular. <laughs> and a lot of people were pissed off because just a year before, they had done been importing all those car robot toys. Me, I was a broke college kid and couldn't afford to. I could just look at pictures of them and go, wow, those sure are neat looking. And um, it was. And, you know, right before, it used to be right before BotCon, if there was a new line, the stuff would be showing up right as people were going to BotCon. Like, you hear stories of people finding them on the road trip to BotCon, or just before, or just after, like, for example, Armada, mm. get a sip of orange soda there, Armada had actually started shipping right at BotCon time, and I had found Megatron in the first wave of Deluxes, like, a month before BotCon, you know, that's, it's not too, it wasn't too, um, wasn't too uncommon. In fact, it keeps going on. I remember Classics, when the Classics started up, people were starting to find those just as BotCon that year and 06 was starting up. But going back to that, people were finding Car Robots toys on the way to BotCon and stuff. I remember hearing stories of one friend of mine had left her car brothers on the dash of her car while all the, friend, all the, gr the group, I think it was like Hooper X and Recharge and uh, Lithrail and stuff in that car ride. Uh, and left them on the dashboard of her car, and the sun ended up melting rubber tires to the dashboard. But anyway, me, myself, I told you about this trip to BotCon last week. I didn't have time to stop at Walmart to look at any, and they sure hadn't popped up at Walmart, you know, before I had went. I had not seen them yet. So I come back from BotCon, and here I am, head full of steam, that these car robot toys, you know, Robots in Skies, was happening. And, you know, be as it was, you know, you know, we all can attest to uh, when you get back from a, bot, a BotCon or a TFCon or a Shardicon or a DairyCon or whatever, you're, you're already nuts about Transformers. You live it, you breathe it, you never shut up about it. And then you're like times turbo on it because it's all in your head. Like, oh, Transformers, 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 you're all supercharged. Your loved ones can't stand you because they're like, how would you shut up? Anyway, so there I was, oh, Transformers. 
and I was there at my stupid, uh, <laughs> I say stupid because this is a horrible job. I don't know why I stayed there so long. Uh, job at Office Max, you know. And I was just like, oh, new, 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 new car toys. And I want them, I want them, I want them. And then it was like just about a week after BotCon, I decided that the Office Max was in a shopping center with a big old Walmart, a big old Target, and a big old Toys R Us. And I was just like, lunch break rolls around. I'm going to speed across the street to Toys R Us real fast. And, and so I did. I mean, when I say I sped, as in I sped across the street really fast, eating my lunch that I had brought from home as I was driving to Toys R Us. I mean, it's just across the street, but it's a busy shopping center. It's not built very well. So it kind of, it would take you 30 minutes to look inside of a store across the street, you know? And so I ran in there, ran into the store. Crap, nothing but beast machines. Oh, I've already got these guys. And then I stopped walking out. There's an end cap. There's all the spy changers. So I grabbed them. It was three different packs. Spy changers came in two packs. So I grabbed each three of the packs and ran up, checked out. Yay! Ran, ran to my car. It's like 15 bucks for, you know, they're like $5 a piece. I think five ninety nine something like that. Got them, got them back to work. I'd done eight. Had like, I think, cheese sandwich on my face. You know, ran, checked, clocked back in. Yeah, I got my toys. And I was on cloud nine the rest of the night. My manager thought I was crazy. And I was. I was like, shut up. You don't know anything. And I came home, opened up my spy changers. Like, yeah, F yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got my car, robots. Got my car, robots. Next day at work, I want more. So I decide to, uh, after I get off, to walk next door to the Walmart that was next to the Office Max to see if they've managed to stock yet. And I'm looking, ah, nothing but beast machines. Well, I got the spy changers. That'll hold me for now. Hey, what's that? And out the corner of my eye, I look up. And this Walmart, you know, I don't think, I haven't been to a Walmart that's done this in a long time. I, I think they've kind of gotten away from this. You know, they used to do the feeder shelves where they'd have a shelf up top over the displays where they'd actually put boxes and stock at. Some stores still do it, but all my Walmarts have stopped doing this. And I saw at the corner of my eyes, a red corner of piece of paper sticking out like a package. And I was like, red and black. I was like, hey, what is that? That looks familiar. Because, you know, I just had those spy changers. And I reached up. You guys know I'm tall. Grabbed it. And I was holding Robots in the Sky's prowl. Oh! And I looked up there, felt around. What is that? What is that? Exbron, yeah. What's up there? And that was all I felt. They only had those two up there. And something made me walk around the walk around. And I looked and I looked up and down the aisles. And by the Barbies, there was Sideburn. And I kept looking around. That was it. That was all I had was those three. Okay, success. I got these three. So I went to checkout, came home, and I was so happy. And my friend had called me, said, Hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, Well, I, I, I just bought some toys. I'd kind of like to go to another Walmart see if they got the other ones I'm looking for. And he's like, yeah, sure. You want to you make it like an all-nighter thing? Yeah, let's do that. Because, you know, like I said, here in my area, there's Walmarts everywhere. And even 15 years ago, there was Walmarts everywhere. There's more now, but there are still plenty of them then. So he came to got me. He just liked to drive. So as long as he had an excuse to drive, you know, and listen to a radio, he was happy. Now, I remember we, I was like, I'll get you some gas. He's like, okay, cool. So we went to the quick trip. We got like some lunch and all that, like lunch, like some crappy gas station food. This was before a quick trip, had all the awesome roller items. And they just had like hot dogs and like frozen sandwiches that you could microwave. So we ate our little frozen sandwiches and we're driving to the first Walmart, looked around. Yeah, 
of our, it, it was the supply changers. That's all they had, and a bunch of beast machines. And we saw these guys. They were looking for uh, Gundams. There was Gundam action figures on the shelves at the time that were pretty popular. And there were some dudes looking at those, and we just kind of noticed them. And we left. Which one do you want to go to now? Uh, the, the one in Morrow? Yeah, let's go to the one in Morrow. So we drive all the way to the one in Morrow. And it's, a, it's about a good 20, 25-minute trip, maybe 30 minutes, because it's a good... It was a good 20 miles away. You know, you go through the whole Atlanta area, even the suburbs, is laid out really badly. So it's like you'll have a, within a block, you'll have a couple of red lights and a car wreck and all of that. So when we get to this Walmart, walk in, looking around, there's those guys again. And they kind of notice us and they just kind of look our way. And then we just kind of laugh, whatever, look around. Eh, same stuff. Get in, get in his car. Which one do you go to? Uh, let's go to the one in Stockbridge. Okay. The one in Stockbridge is about maybe 20 miles away. And actually easier to get to. So we hop on the interstate, drive down, two exits, get off, walk into Walmart. There's those dudes again. And we all start laughing. We talk for a second. They're looking for new Gundams. I was looking for new Transformers. Troy was just looking for a reason to drive. Well, okay. <laughs> We're all chatting. And it becomes a... We are all like, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? That way, if we saw each other in the parking lot on the way out or in, we could tell each other. Walk in. Oh, oh, they had the Predacon 3-pack. Uh, let me tell you guys, the first wave of Robots in the Skies toys, Shark, uh, Skybite, was a mega. The mega price class, that was pretty much the last year of it. It was in Beast Wars and Beast Machines and then Robots in the Skies. It was a $15 price point. It was a figure larger than a deluxe, but smaller than a super. The supers being what they used to call the Voyagers. And um, actually, no, I'm sorry. There was a price class between the $20 price class and a $25 one that was just a little bit fancier. And that was super. I'm, I'm blanking on what they called the $20 size. Um, so, like, all right, got the Predacon 3-pack. No Skybite. Because the... I'm sorry, I, I blanked out here. Skybite was in that $15 three, you know, price range range and the Predacons, the three Predacon trio from the show, they were three basic size toys. They came in one mega pack together, all three of them. So we go to another Walmart. There's those dudes walking out. Hey, there's some of those red boxes you were looking for. Oh, rad. Thanks. And we walk in there. There's Skybite. Awesome. Now I got these guys. All I need now is Ultra Magnus, Optimus and Megatron. Cause that was the whole first wave, you know, so we get back in the car and we drive and we drive walk into a Walmart. We look at these guys Gundams first because we feel like we owe them something. None of my robots walk out seeing them. Oh, they got this, this and this. Okay, great. Drive. You go to another one. I think we stopped at like a Waffle House at this point and ate again because it was much late into the night. Walk in. Awesome. <laughs> I think I got like Optimus and Ultra Magnus all at one drop. There's those guys again. Hey, we just went to this Walmart, blah, blah, blah. They had some more of those red boxes you were looking for. I'm like, oh, okay. They look like they got the same. We just kind of traded information. Got in Troy's car and left. And that was it. They, did, they didn't have any. <laughs> they had the same ones I already got. About that time, it was 4 a.m. It was time to go home. You know, Troy was done. I was like, I should probably get some sleep. I sat there. I sat on my bed like a kid. Opened up all my toys and was just playing them, having adventures. Getting really frustrated with side swipes. Uh, a sideburn, excuse me, sideburns transformation because it is a frustrating toy, and uh, just having so much fun. 
So much fun. Later that week, I just decided to swing into that Toys R Us by my work. There was Megatron. So within the course of about three or four days, I got the entire first wave of robots in disguise. For probably more than I should have spent considering I was trying to watch my pennies at BotCon. But I had just gotten paid. So I was like, I don't care. What's the money? Oh, how am I going to eat? Mom? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was able to buy food. <laughs> but I did. That was just a fun night. And, you know, I used to do that all the time when I was younger. I'd go on all-night toy hunts. Either with a friend or by myself. Because I didn't care. I'd listen to the music. You know, just have make a night of it. You know, it was fun. Sometimes you just want to be alone, you know what I mean? And that was that was a pretty good time. No, no one really pays you any attention when you go in the store. Every once in a while you get a jerk, he'll be like, what are you doing? And it's like, why are you caring? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and, you know, I used to do that all the time. And just Those were the days, you know? These days, if I can't find it with one or two stores, I'm ordering it. Not that I don't have the patience to look around at stores anymore. Gas is twice as much. <laughs> so it stops making sense to do so. And let's see. Yeah, that was that was then, and you know what? That was too long ago to remember such a thing, but I don't care because it was fun. And you know what? Speaking of fun, this is the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. Let's go to that Q&A thread. The Q&A thread is posted each... Well, the Q&A thread is posted exclusively to Facebook group Talk Transformers. It is the best place online to talk Transformers. Um... Every so often, I'll post a thread there asking for new questions, talking points, comments, whatever. And, you know, I'll read it here on the show and converse with the person as a segment of the show. And it's a lot of fun. Everyone seems to like it. Um, you can join Talk Transformers by searching the groups. Look for Talk Transformers. It should pop up and just request uh, to join. Or if you don't want to do all that, type into your address bar, www.facebook.com backslash. I work in the... And granite, so it's backsplash is a regular word, I say. Backslash Talk Transformers. That's facebook.com slash Talk Transformers. And our fan page will come up. And if you want to like it, go ahead. Every once in a while, we'll post stuff there. But in there is a link to the site, to the group. So do that. And, you know, when that thread comes up, you can post something there and submit a question. Or you can just write me one there. Hey, Rob, I got a question for you. And I'll, I will. I will add it to the queue right there. I've gotten questions when I've posted the show there because I'll share the show on groups and Facebook as well as, you know, outside of that. And I've gotten questions there that way. It's fun. It's great. So this week, I'm going to do like I did last week, seeing it. This week's kind of the... It's the sequel because last week's episode's fresh in my mind because I just recorded it yesterday. So <laughs> let's. we're going to do the... I got the note file here on my phone with all the questions. I'm just going to spin it and push my finger down and see who I get. All right, send... Jesse Crowbar, Eric Crowbar's brother. Uh, they are a tag team in East in uh, WCW wrestling. And Jesse Crowbar last week tried to get the cruiserweight title, but didn't do so well because the NWO intervened. Sorry, Jesse. Maybe next time. Jesse Crowbar goes on to ask, "If you could create a Transformers TV show or movie, what would it be called, and who would be featured in it?" Jesse, that's a great show, and I think everyone's thought of that at one point in time. Like, what would I make? Because everyone's always like, oh, this is what I want. Every, a lot of people always say, I want G1 back. And when they say that, they just want more episodes of G1. Or they'll say, I want G1 back dark and gritty and serious like it should be. And it's like, okay. <laughs> um, of these thoughts, and I'm going to cheat a little and talk about one cartoon I've wanted to make wanted to have made before and it's going to be an unpopular opinion 
<laughs> and then I'm going to talk about one that I thought would make a great comic series and could possibly make a good cartoon series that I'm that might go over pretty well. First up, I wanted a cartoon on the Beast Wars Mutants. I don't know how popular I would have been of because though that sub team was not well not that series that little subline wasn't the most popular thing in the world and it was pretty limited but I loved it to death and I always wanted to see those guys animated and in action they got a little uh, action in the 3H Botcon comics but very little of it like a couple of pages at most and I always wanted to see those guys prevail have adventures and stuff so i always wanted to see them and i when i when i would uh, think about it i could see them battling uh non-show predacons that weren't on the show like you know beast wars was one of those series where there was a bunch of toys that didn't appear on the show so to be a group of predic my in my mind the mutants were on earth and they popped up sometime after the Beast Wars was over and everyone had done left. And they were basically, in my mind, living in the swamp. Like they had a swamp, a base in the swamp inside of a tree stump. And of course they had all their computers and all that there. And there was a group of rogue Predacons. See, the mutants were basically left behind. They came up and they were falled prey to Megatron's virus thing, you know, whatever that heck affected these Fusor stasis pods. And there they were, transforming into robots, but could transform into two different beasts. Um... And there's a group of new Predacon stragglers looking for something on Earth. And it was basically non, you know, toys that were not in the show. And they were just basically, they were looking for something and the mutants would be chasing them down effectively, trying to basically, you know, stop them from what they were doing. And as the show would gather on, the, the Predacons were looking for uh, the ruins of Autobot City. And that's when you'd find out the mutants were actually in stasis for a lot longer than they knew and this was actually deep future like distant future and they were in basically a protected wildland swamp type like a not a protected wildlands but like a swamp area that was not inhabited by people so no one saw this going on and they were chasing they were chasing these predacons all over all over creation trying to stop them trying to figure out what they are hunting for while they were trying to find the ruins of Autobot City from the movie and all these cryptid sightings that would be popping up like on shows like I saw a monster or I saw the Jersey Devil or yada yada would actually just be the mutants fighting the Predacons because the Predacons would have been Transmetal 2 designs and Transmetal 2s were basically monster toys you know they turned into monstery looking animals and they turned into monstery looking robots so all these sightings you would see would be these robots in the skies fighting in the woods sweeping through and you know by season two or three they would realize what's going on and be trying to get these Predacons out of cities and whatnot. And these sightings like the Mothman was actually Scourge, Transmetal 2 Scourge, you know, the Locust, stuff like that. That was a cartoon I wanted to be made so bad when I was in college. I mean, I could visualize it. Like eventually they would have more mutants join the fray and maybe a couple of them would turn turncoat and join it with the Predacons and stuff like that. And that, that was a series I wanted made so much. Another series I wanted to be made was, and I always envisioned this as a comic series, kind of cheating on your question here a little with my answer, but I guess it would also work as a cartoon, like maybe a uh, little direct, you know, like DC does those direct-to-video movies based on little comic shots or whatever, like graphic novels or whatever. And that would be Grimlock and the Monster Bots. Effectively, Grimlock, you know, there's a point where 
if you reading the old Marvel comics and even now reading the current comics, there's a point where Grimlock gets separated from the rest of the Dinobots and Grimlock just kind of interacts with Autobots ad hoc, you know, just Autobots alone. And, you know, in the current IDW comics, the Dinobots are on their own. And I think Slag is the new leader. You know what I mean? Like they're just, they're, they're still going on as a team. Grimlock don't want to hang no more. So I would figure Grimlock at some point would have turned over leadership to Slag or maybe another member of the Dinobots and took a bunch of rookies under his wing to train them. And he, they would be the monster bots, you know, grotesque and double cross and what have you. And maybe a couple extra guys too. And it would be sort of a, uh, almost like an X force type storyline where like you got an old veteran training rookies, how to do things. You know, these are guys are just out of school, effectively, you know, air quotes, you know, and they're going on adventures and they got a spaceship and the spaceship would be just big enough to get into trouble. You're not big enough to really always be the most dependable thing in the world and just be sort of a something like that. And then last but not least, another show I wanted, and this could probably fall in the range of comics too. My favorite Transformers sub team of all time. The boyhood dream of all time. WrestleMania is going on tonight. I'm not watching it, but I can hear those corny <laughs> things going off. Um, would be the Beast Machine Dinobots in their own little series. Even if it was just like a mini series or a straight to video thing or like, like the Rebirth was a multi-parter and just that's it. I always wanted the Beast Machines Dinobots to get a more of a starring role. And just like the Mutants, they got some time in the 3H BotCon comics. And even more in the, um, you know, those BotCon comics from 3H never really got a chance to wrap up. And the Wreckers storyline they were doing did get a closure in the current, well, <laughs> formerly current, Fun Pub Pro Stories as a Wreckers finale. Um, and, you know, they got some time there. And they were a lot of fun. I just always wanted to see those guys going on adventures. Um, and I always could see them as a, not a repeat of the G1 Dinobots. I always saw them as more, you know, they were in the future. This was Beast Era. So this is a good several hundred years after G1. These guys didn't have the problems the G1 Dinobots had. You know, they were, I, I saw them as, a, you know, the Space Marines from Aliens. Sort of like that. Sort of a kick butt soldier crew that just that went to go respond to problems and you know they would have like random predacon or maybe just some you know outlier decepticons or whatever popping up and they would basically go and get in a little x-files type adventure investigate what was going on get in some big wham bam gunfight or whatever and that was it you know that was your episode and you know i remember uh with Beast Machines, there were so many Vicon toys that never made it to the show either. And I, I would see them as like Vicons that had sentience, like a thrust or uh tank or whatever you. And that Megatron actually had another set of Vicons that he sent on off planetary missions to do things. And those would be the main source of trouble, you know. Sure it'd be the random Predacon or Decepticon here or there that the T Rex and the crew would have to go take care of. But also, uh, nine times out of ten, it had something to do with this crew of V-Cons that were traveling around looking for things that Megatron needed to complete his vision of a perfect Cybertron. So there is a couple of things I've always kind of wanted. And I'm always 
thinking up these goofy things because I, I, I like Transformers. I love Transformers. They, I think about them all the time. I have a problem. <laughs> it's a fun problem. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for your question, Jesse. And if anyone else has any questions or comments, hey, Talk Transformers is the place to do it. It might be a minute till I pop on those threads up again just because I have a big backlog from the last one. However, if you want to contribute... Next time I post an episode up, hey, there's a good place to pop one. Or hey, you can shoot me a message right there. Anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, is a part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find us uh, online at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. Um, while you're there at our website, check out those Amazon links. You can go through those next time you need to shop at Amazon. And you don't pay anything extra, and we get a little something back from Amazon. And it helps us cover our operating expenses. And we definitely appreciate it. You know, we don't want to give you something for nothing. And we're not really asking you to give us anything. Because you know you're going to buy that DVD of Star Wars The Force Awakens at Amazon next week. Or this past week. And you know what? If you go through our links to do it, you helped us out without actually having to worry about it. You know what I mean? You know, you can find our shows on iTunes, on Stitcher, off the website, on Facebook. You know, there's a special video version of the show that gets posted to Facebook each week. And, um, you know, everywhere. There's any way you can get an MP3 podcast, we're there. So thanks so much for everyone for listening. I'm Rob. You can find me online on Twitter and Tumblr at RoboRobSpringer. And you know what? My Tumblr is a fun Tumblr. Tumblr gets a bad name sometimes for just some of the... Uh, a lot of people don't care for all the raving politics or whatever that goes on there. And my blog is five years old. Mm. I've been using that before. That became a trend in Tumblr to do. So don't worry. My Tumblr blog is fun. I'm posting pictures of hamburgers, what I'm watching on TV, and random toy stuff. It's a big old nerd's blog, and it's always going to be one until I finally move it to Blogger or something. Anyway, that's where you can find me online. And I thank everyone for listening. And, uh, yeah, I don't know how to end this again. So I hope everyone's having fun at BotCon, or if you're on your way back from BotCon listening to this, I hope you had fun. And if you don't, if you didn't go, I hope you like me. I hope you had fun looking at the news from BotCon. And uh, yeah, BotCon, 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 BotCon. Actually, uh, before I go, let me. Uh, there's this. Uh, I remember at one point I was going to submit to RFC. Back in the old days when we all just submitted clips to Brian, he'd edit it all together. I was going to do a parody of Crank Yankers. You remember the guy would go, yay, I got mail. I was going to do that with me going, I'm going to BotCon. And Brian's like, oh, I like that. That sounds great. And I could hear him in mind going, that's stupid. <laughs> anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Yay, I didn't, uh, boo, I didn't go to BotCon. Yay, I hope you had fun. Bye. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Transform, save the future. Come in, I'm gonna be free, we can't be. Psycho, you power, you can't be.